Gunline, Gunline, Gunline. Fire mission coming down, y'all. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the On the Gunline podcast, episode one. Some shit. I, I think I lost <laughs> the fucking track already. Um, it's been a hell of a week, man. Uh, since the last time we spoke, I was supposed to do a shoot the shit episode. That didn't happen. And this is episode 196, just to clarify. 196. I don't know what we're gonna do for 200, but we'll try to do something special because that's a that's another magic number. But yeah. as always, with me, I got one of my co-hosts, Lee Hunt. Urena is still um in the process of taking care of some personal business, but once he be back, he'll be back in about maybe a week or two. With that said, uh, welcome, Lee Hunt. How you doing today, brother? Good to go, man. You know, I just got me some Uncle Nearest in me. Ah, nice. Uh, yes. That's that uh, Tennessee whiskey, right, that uh, Jack Daniels ripped off? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what the fuck it is. All right. Too easy. Good stuff. I mean, if I was still drinking like I did, you know, I definitely would have some. But unfortunately, well, I guess fortunately. I wish I would have known how to drink back in the day, like, you know, be all sophisticated about shit where, you know, you, you could like just take a sip and smoke a cigar to it. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, my dumb ass was just, hey, I'm <laughs> facts and then fall into fires after I was pushed into it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, dude, uh, it's been a hell of a week, man. Um, how was your weekend? Anything exciting or just uh usual bullshit no i don't think there's nothing exciting to happen this weekend honestly and truly man no nah, nah, because i had to have a fucking um egd was that yeah I had an egd uh last thursday so to uh assist those without having to go to google if you could give us a quick idea what the fuck is an egd Man, all it is is they like so they're scoping your stomach. Really, they took they take this long ass tube, they put it in your mouth, put it in your mouth, mm. your motherfucking mouth. But yeah, they they knock you out and then they like stick this thing all the way down to your stomach, all the way down your throat to your like small intestines and shit, man. So I found out I have a hernia in my stomach. Oh, I have inflammation and there's a couple of other things, man. But it's nothing too serious. Yeah, I got the pictures. It's fucking crazy. Oh, that's fucking. <laughs> That's ridiculous right there. How'd they fucking figure out you had that? I mean, were you ha- having any issues? Yeah, I was having issues with, um, what is this shit, GERD and fucking uh, heartburn. Oh, okay, right on. So they're, they're put me out, like, sleep, man. Like, I remember the motherfucking anesthesiologist coming there, putting that shit in my V. So yeah, you know, you're about to go to sleep. And he was like, man, I'm going to fight this. All right, I hear you now. Uh, yeah, I, was, was, I guess it's because like, I have my phone next to this. But yeah, so I was like trying to fight it. I thought I was going to fight it, and uh, it didn't work. All I remember is them literally, from the time he put that shit in my arm, I was like, whoa, man, this shit kind of feels funny. And then like they pushed the little curtains back, and they started. And I remember they, them rolling me out and me barely getting like, I remember the foot of the bed getting outside, and then I remember waking up. <laughs> Do me a solid real quick. Can you put your microphone up and see if it mutes you? It didn't mute me. No, it didn't. Oh, shit, you can still hear me? Yeah. So uh, I was wondering why your audio is coming in a little crazy. So would you mind trying to adjust that like you did last time? Just uh, trying to see if you could adjust that. In the meantime, I'll let you know about my weekend. Yes. Uh, but before we get started, I do want to throw out today is March 29th, 2022. Um, 
So this will either drop later on tonight, like around eight ish or nine ish, or it'll be ready for y'all tomorrow morning. Usually I drop it the same night. But with that being said, March 29, 2022 happens to be the Vietnam Veterans um, Day, I guess it's called. Yeah, Vietnam War. Vietnam War Veterans Day. All right. So basically, for those that don't know, um, or, you know, your millennials and your, your uh, what are they called? Your Gen Zers. So for those that don't know it, um, they were they weren't treated very well when they got back from the fucking Vietnam War, you know? Not at all. They were and, spit uh, on. Yeah. It was oh matter of fact, crazy story. Go ahead. <laughs> so we weren't all allowed to go on mid-tour leave. So you know, like on the deployment that we were on, everybody was on mid-tour leave. Mm-hmm. So in 03, not everybody was allowed to go on mid-tour leave. Like they, they, I think they only let like maybe five people go Damn. per battalion. And I was lucky enough to be one of those like five people. And uh, so I'm flying back home to my hometown and I'm still in my BD, my DCUs. There's this little old lady on the plane and then like, you know, right when we're landing and then we're taxiing because I said by her and she was like telling me the story about like what happened with her son. And like, she was like, God bless you. You know, she was like, I remember when my son came home from Vietnam they were spitting on him. I was there and he was, he said, mom, get back, get behind me. And she was like, why? She was like, because if they do anything to you, I'm going to kill everybody here. And she kind of started breaking down and crying, man. And these other two females that were in behind her, they started crying too. And I was like, I was like, ma'am, I'm so sorry. They did your son like that. Like that, that was fucked up. He didn't, it's not man, especially because you know, at that time, everybody was getting drafted. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. We're an all volunteer military, but still like, it's not like motherfuckers were just going over. Nobody was. Yeah, a couple of incidents happened, but everybody wasn't going over there just killing babies and all this other crazy right. shit. But. Right. And well, that's the the sucky part. The shitty part is that um, because of a few incidents, that's what gets glorified and everybody gets fucking shut down with it. You know what I mean? And I think that's bullshit. You know, our Vietnam veterans, they they just that's why when I if I see a Vietnam vet, you know, they're wearing the fucking the Vietnam veteran, I'll just tell him, hey, welcome home. You know, that's yeah. the, that's the way to go for it. Just welcome home because they didn't get that welcome. You know, my brother, Ed, uh, he when he got back from the Gulf War, um, he volunteered to stay later um, in Saudi Arabia uh, because he thought that when he got back, that it was going to be the same situation as it was for the Vietnam vets, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, they're going to get spit on and shit all over and talk shit about. You know what I mean? So he volunteered to stay extra time out there um, in Saudi Arabia. And, you know, lo and behold, he didn't know. I mean, the communication wasn't like it is nowadays. You know what I mean? Uh, we would write letters to each other and fucking um, I got a video from him that took forever and a day to get there. But, <laughs> you know, this is like 1991. So, yeah, there wasn't it wasn't instant fucking uh, knowledge of what was going on. So they didn't really know the support that they had when they were over it while they were over there, you know. And um. Funny story, I, I had to beat the shit out of one of my fucking uh, close friends when I was in junior high because uh, his name was Richard. And um, he was like, oh, no, was it Richard or Javier? Javier, it was Javier. And uh, we were talking about, you know, the war had kicked off and I was telling him how my brother was over there. And then that motherfucker started talking shit like, man, your brother's probably dead already. Boom, boom, uh, boom. That's all it took. I, I started just <laughs> that motherfucker up. 
Bink, 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 bink. And I wasn't a big dude at all in junior high. I was small. Now, you know, I was a seventh grader and um, no, I was an eighth grader by then, I think. Anyways. That's when the war happened when you when you was in seventh, eighth grade. Yep. Bro, I was in second grade when that shit happened. Damn. I remember writing them letters mm. to the to the service members. And like, you know how we got them and the kids were like drawing mm. all kind of stick figures and whatnot. I remember doing that shit in the second grade, man. Yeah, I mean, it was 91, <laughs> right? So it was a 91. So I had to be in eighth grade. It had to be eighth grade. And, um, bro, I mean, I just remember just started swinging on that motherfucker. The custodian <laughs> came and fucking pulled us off. Like, what, what are you doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, he said that my brother's dead. I was in tears, bro. I was yeah. in fucking tears. Because, I mean, at nighttime, when I would get home, they would uh, play on the news, um, like the, the KIA list. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was like a list that would come up with the names. And my mom would be like, hey, look for Ed's name on there. Look for Ed's name. Because, you know, we didn't know the the situation, how, like, we're going to get notified or anything like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, long story short, he ended up coming back and all was gravy. You know, we had the yellow ribbons around the house. Dude, I ended up making him a fucking, um, like, a banner for my printer. I had a computer class. Back then, we had computer classes, all right? Y'all, we didn't have computers in all our classes. We had a class specifying how to learn how to use a computer. And on this computer, you had one printer per the whole class. And this printer, this banner that that I made out from, it said, Welcome Home, Ed, or something like that, you know? And it was one of those that goes, (laughs) Damn near took the whole damn period to fucking print that bitch out. But, you know, I took it to the house and I take it to the roof. We went to pick up Ed, but there was no parade or anything like that either. You know what I mean? It was just a um, motherfucker back from war. He didn't come back like, you know, uh, a cool parade or anything like that. We picked him up at Union Station in downtown L.A., gave him a hug, threw his shit inside the station wagon. Welcome home, fool. You know, Bro, man, I wish we had one when I was at Campbell. They literally had like a parade for the whole division downtown. Now, luckily for me, like I left my DCUs at my grandmama house, so I didn't have them. And so I didn't have to actually be in the parade, but I had to be there. Okay. But I was like, this shit right here is stupid as fuck, man. <laughs> I mean, the war's not even fucking over, you know, and sure we enough, they want to go ahead. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. But that's pretty, that's dope, man. I remember them. And the, like the paper at that time, it had the, the things on the side that you yep, like had you to rip them off. And then you, you made that little accordion thing with the yep. paper. <laughs> Everybody used Show to make enough. a little accordion thing. Show enough. Dude, Um, and it's awesome, man. Um, it, Just thinking about that, you know, and that was the generation that pretty much mentored us, whoever was left, you know, when we got into the military. And those that went through then, you know, they were, some of them were lucky enough to have those Vietnam era by then, of course, they'd be sergeant majors and fucking way up there. Yeah, I think that they mentored the, uh, the Panama and Grenada, Grenada people. Well, I mean, my brother went through boot camp in 88. So. Yeah, oh, yo, he was still OK. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you're talking about, let's say the war ended in what, 71, 72. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say you had somebody <laughs> that joined in like 69, 79, 89. Oh, that. That, uh, I got what you're saying now, man. I was lost in the sauce, but I, I understand what you're saying now. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, it took me a minute, man. The damn it's Uncle Nears. It's <laughs> Uncle Nears, man. Yeah, so we'll continue on. Anyways, welcome home, Vietnam veterans. If any of y'all listen out there, we appreciate y'all and everything y'all did. And um, 
even though it was an unpopular time to be in the military, those of y'all that got drafted and didn't bring your fucking uh, card, you went without, you know, not wanting to go in a very unpopular war during time of racialness that was beyond all racialness, you know, um, we thank you all, you know. Yes. So salutes from on the gun line. So with that being said, um, let me tell you about my weekend, bro. Yeah. My body's in pain right now. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. My body is in a lot of fucking pain. So apparently, you know, I live in a bit of a slope of a home, right? Mm-hmm. So I needed to level the ground some. Now, for those of y'all that don't know how to level your ground, it's simple as shit. It really is. But it's tedious fucking work. So it's a 15 foot swimming pool above ground, right? And uh, so luckily it's a little bit flat where I was at. So I just had to raise one side a little bit more. So I went to, you know, the Home Depot to go and uh, buy some sand. All right. But um, they asked you if you needed a job when you went there. Dude, <laughs> funny you should mention that. I bet you I live in the only Home Depot where there are no Mexicans outside looking for a day job. I guarantee Wait. you. I know one person is going to call bullshit on it. Oh, he can call <laughs> bullshit all he wants. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go and take a picture of the reason why there is no Mexicans out there looking for, or let me, you know what? Let me rephrase any illegal immigrants looking for day labor. Do you know, want to know why though? What was it? Motherfucking uh, INS is literally next door to it. Oh, goddamn! Literally goddamn, right yo. next door. So, yeah, ain't nobody going to be there, Chief. Yeah, I don't blame him. Not at know. all. So, yeah, so I went there to go grab some sand and shit to level out the ground. And basically, all I did was grab a motherfucking two by four that was eight foot long, put it in the middle, and then just walk in a circle to level it out. It has a level on top of it, telling me when, you know, how much higher it needs to go. And, of course, the field artillery men in me got frustrated finally. I was like, you know what? I'll shoot that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's close enough, baby. I'll shoot that shit. You didn't mind the cant of it a little bit. You got a little cant. I can still fire that bitch. <laughs> exactly. Dog, the bubble was there. I'm like, fire that shit, bro. Hey, on the gun line, you can have up to 90 degree cant, right? Can't uh, go oh, that's the old one, man. Oh, shit. It's now it's different. Now. Well, they, they did change it for the 119er, man, because of uh, they added struts on it. Hmm. They had two struts on it. So the cant was. Man, it was ridiculous. I can't remember it, but it was more than it was more than 100. Oh, fucking can't dude at 90 degree. You're already fucking, you know what? You're like, yeah, but it was. But the reason why they oh, I'm did not it, say 90 degree. I'm sorry. 90 mils is 90 mils. Camp, yeah, right? 90 mils. Yeah, is 90 mils. I want to make sure like, I get that right. Yeah. But 90 degree is like yeah. <laughs> the reason why they did that was apparently they were having trouble firing in Afghanistan, so they had to balance that out so they could be oh, able to shit. still shoot like when it was candid mm-hmm. above, above the, the tolerance so they can still shoot so that's why they kind of added those struts right on that makes sense fuck it dude but yeah man I, I saw that bubble just a tt cut hair off and then um you know fuck it fire it you know it, it went and uh let me tell you um that that little can't um it made a fucking three inch to four inch difference now <laughs> So I got one side that's four inches higher than the other side. But you know what? The kids are loving the pool, bro. Yeah, they think of it like the shallow end and then the deep end. Exactly. That's the way (laughs) I look at it, baby. Now, if I only would have fucking been smart enough to put the goddamn pump and filter on that side, 
that would have helped me out some. But anyways, I digress. Let me tell you, man, I, I saw something at um at the Home Depot that kind of uh, reminded me of what's happening to our precious gun line. What is it? To our precious combat arms, actually. Oh, my God. Here you go. Uh, what, what, what? So here's what I noticed, man. When I was growing up, when I was a young buck, you know, my dad, would work, he worked in construction, right? He was a laborer, you know, not day laborer. He actually was legal at that time um and so we would go to this place called the home club now the home club is like the predecessor of the home depot all right or um because from there it became the home base and then i think home base got bought out by home depot but regardless this is back in the early 90s you know and when i remember going there you would you know what you would see there bro other guessing a whole bunch of dudes a whole bunch of dudes a whole bunch of men that spoke the same common language that, you know, they were all working class fucking men. And um, not only that, but it was all speaking the same common language of construction. They mm -hmm. all worked construction, right? So it was a place of just people speaking the same language and just shooting the shit, chopping it up. Like, Hey, you know, yeah, I'm working on this. I'm working on that. And it seemed like, yeah, you know, kind of like it reminded reminds me of like Tim, the tool man, where he goes, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it reminded me. Uh, I was thinking about that because this weekend when I went to the home, home Depot, I was struggling to find parking. And, um, I was getting upset because as I was looking for parking, I saw motherfuckers coming out with their wives and their kids <laughs> and fucking like when the fuck did the Home Depot become a fucking Walmart? You know what I'm saying? Like, when did it become a fucking playground from what it used to be? Like, do I need to go to a goddamn old school hardware store to find you know what I need? Get in, get out. I don't want to be in a long ass motherfucking line because this bitch over here wants to goddamn buy plants. You know what I'm saying? You know, go, go to a nursery for that shit. You know, this is supposed to be for uh, anyways. So it's gotten turned into what the gun line eventually would turn into. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fucking a, a place for a safe place for people. Yes. Of everybody. There's some chicks out there that just like they deserve to be on the gun line and have proven themselves. Mm -hmm. There's some chicks out there that want to be Tim, the tool man, Taylor, uh, 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 Tina, the tool man, Taylor, the Riveter. I gotcha, Molly Pitcher. Yeah. I get it, I get it, but it doesn't have to be overrun by all these people. You know, it's just turned into a fucking. It's it's a Walmart, bro. It's like a fucking circus. Think about it like this, man. You ever seen that movie Casino? Yes. All right, great movie, right? Might watch it tonight, bro. You remember how he was saying? how Las Vegas is no longer the Vegas that it used to be. It's mm -hmm. now fucking, it's basically a circus, bro. You know, it's Disneyland, you know, because why? It used to be a place where people would want to go out there and just live, you know, men doing manly things. You know what I'm saying? And uh, what happens when you open it up to everybody? It turns to a fucking circus. It turns to Disneyland. Look at Las Vegas now. Is it really what the Vegas? I would love to be in the Vegas of the old. Oh, the cocaine era. No, nah, that's the 80s, bro. I'm talking about yeah. the fucking way back when, when it was run by, 
you know, I'm not even going to say. Yeah, Japan, by those people. By, yeah. but, well, I'm just saying when it was a, a good place to go visit, people had respect. They would dress up really nice, you know, kind of like on the gun line. You had respect. You would dress really nice. Your fucking BDUs would creeped up. Now you look like shit and it's all good. So anyways, yes. Am I fucking reaching? I'm reaching. But you see where I'm coming from, bro? Yes. Yeah, what happened to the fucking Home Depot, man? When did it become Walmart? I don't know, man. Like, it's like sometimes, you know, the females want to go there and be like, okay, listen, this is the lampshade that I want. And this is the fan that I want. Okay, so go do it. Like, go do it. What is it? What is it really hurting? It's hurting me going in to buy the shit that I need and get out because bitches can't just go in and out for one thing. You know, they got to go and shop around. I'll buy fucking out for shit. They're never going to fucking use. And then come out with like two things unless you take them to target to target you know they go in for one thing come out with 20 they come out with two carts full of shit and it's like Word. why you have all this shit in this goddamn cart it just it it it, it makes me want to smack a bitch bro it makes me just want to smack a bitch oh hunt knows where i'm going with this already <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, i was gonna say man let leave them women alone man the women deserve to be on the gun line nah. but we can before we get to that man we definitely gotta talk about what's it called too man What's that? Oh, the leg tuck debacle. Oh, God. Yes. Thank you for mentioning the fucking ACFT. Dude. Oh, bro. Before. Yeah. Before we get to bitch slapping people. And by the way, ladies, I'm just talking shit over here. All right. It's don't take it fucking so serious. All right. It's a fucking joke. <laughs> don't Chris rock my ass. All right. Yeah, you about to get just in saying. next. <laughs> but yeah, dude. The ACFT. I know I put that shit up on the fa- uh, on Facebook. I wanted feedback on that, and I got some pretty good feedback. Well, um, what what are your thoughts on it, man? Man, I well before I get in my thoughts, man. Like, so you know I'm an avid TikToker, right? Oh yes. Uh, you know what? This- Go find him on King Virgo eighty two on TikTok. Yeah, I, I probably won't be able to do anything to the second I'm banned again. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I need to make a backup account because the way I'm going, this shit's going to get taken away. But no, man, so I seen this one young non-commissioned officer, female type, one each. Mm-hmm. She was talking about, like, you know, them catering to a lot of these females bitching and complaining about the leg tuck. And she was like, listen, if you weak, get your ass in that fucking gym and train. Like, that's all you have to do. Man, it was... No male soldiers uh, restitching it, duetting it, talking shit. It was only the female soldiers just talking shit. Well, she doesn't speak for us, and it's not fair to say that. And it wasn't meant for this. It had no real core standards, no real core stability. In. And I made a video, and I was like, damn, man. I was like, I was like, listen, Sergeant. I stand by. I listen, Sergeant. I said, Sergeant, I approve everything you said. Mm-hmm. I was like, it is on the individual to get ready for that task, for the PT test. Like you can do PT all day, man. But guess what? If you don't want to get that, if you want to get that 300, you're going to have to go to the gym. You can have to do that shit after work. It's going to be on you. In basic training, one thing drill stars told us, man, in basic training, hey, man, do this shit. You get, you know, the little downtime, right? You know, mm-hmm. after shit's done for the day when you wash your ass and all that yes, shit. Sir. So the drill star was like, why aren't y'all doing push-ups on your own? He's like, you suck at push-ups, do push-ups. If you suck at sit-ups, do sit-ups. He said, y'all ain't finna be running around this bitch. (laughs) But yeah, he's like, do push-ups. So me and my homeboy, we get down and start knocking out push-ups, man. It's all about like how bad you want some shit. Instead of like, like we talked about that standard coming to you, you go to the standard. Mm -hmm. The standard at that time was, was leg tucks. Now I know, I know a female master sergeant. Mm -hmm. 
trained her ass off for that shit. Mm-hmm. So this female mass aren't badass. Uh, trained her ass off. She was always doing them shits. So you mean to tell me if somebody's a master sergeant, been in the army for some years, mm-hmm. if she can do that shit, you young privates to to whatever, y'all young privates and young sergeants can't do that shit and y'all got a bitch about it? Mm-hmm. And then you get mad when another female non-commissioned officer is telling y'all, get off your ass and fucking do this shit. She's wrong and all this other shit. Get the fuck out of here. Bro, I, I mean, to, to that point as well, I know a, a warrant officer. Uh, she she was actually um in Mosul with me. Um, I was part of she was part of the PRT, I think it was, or a civil affair. I can't remember what the fuck she was, but um, she knows who she is if she listens. But um, you know, she was a staff sergeant back then before she dropped a warrant packet. Really cool person, really chill. Anyways, um, I have her on the Facebooks, and um, I saw her. She's always running, always running. And she was like almost every week and it looked like she was practicing for that ACFT and practicing that leg tuck, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, if, if that's the standard, that's the motherfucking standard. You don't, don't bitch about it. Be about it. You know what I'm pissed off about. I wouldn't even say pissed off. What I'm concerned about is I thought this was supposed to be something that was gender neutral, age neutral. You know, it's just a fucking standard. You either fucking go or no go. But apparently what ended up happening was um, there were some leaked pages or documents uh, showing that a very high percentage of the females were failing this fucking ACFT. So they had to, you know, delay it. And um, I'm not well versed on this. And of course, these are always my uninformed opinions. I don't give two fucks. Um, Honestly, the APFT was fine. Run sit ups. And fucking uh and uh run sit-ups and push-ups. That's it. Because honestly, do we really need a uh, fucking physical fitness test? Honestly, that I mean, or let me rephrase: Do we can we actually do a combat test? Like, um, what does the ACFT simulate? The Some com- form of combat. Like what? I mean, when are am I gonna grab a big ass beanbag and fucking throw whatever the fuck it is and throw it over my head? I'll wait. I ain't throwing shit over my head in combat. Like there was, like you said, there's nothing absolutely wrong with push-ups, sit-ups, and run. Nothing wrong with it. But now you got all this other shit where you got to drag a sled and turn around and do this shit, and the push-ups are some kind of crazy shit. Like yeah, the the jump, like a clapping. Like push-up. yeah, you, you do the push-up, you know. So you, you go down, arms out, come back up, go down, arms up, come back up, and it's like I'm not gonna be doing that shit in combat, man. Like, you mean to tell me I'm going to have my weapon out to the side like this and try to... <laughs> and I'm no expert or nothing like that when it comes to, you know, getting down like the grunts. Right. But it, it's, it's crazy, like you said, man, and I, I don't want to go off on a tantrum, but it's crazy, like you said. Like, even though you know that, you know how I feel about, you know, women's rights and all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy that y'all are bitching about this shit, right? Bitching about, like, this shit. Y'all claim when you have people like me that stick up for women's rights and as a, as a firm advocate of women being in these jobs mm-hmm. and y'all bitch about like, Oh, well, the, the standard for combat arms is this, you know, cause everyone had a standard combat arms had a certain standard and other MOSs had a certain standard too. So then you bitch about that standard, but you want equality, but then you bitch when it's not going to happen because you can't do it. And then it makes people like me that constantly stick up for women to be like, Hey, no, they need to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, do the, and then it gives credence for people to be like, well, do they? And to go off on another tangent, yeah. like it's crazy because the same people 
that will talk this shit about wanting that are that that were glad that there's no gender neutral standards, right? Mm-hmm. That they got rid of that idea and they decided to have the male and female standard, mm-hmm. right? Same people glad about that are the same ones that that have a problem that don't have a problem with, should I say, transgenders being in female sports. So you see, so you so you can think it's okay to have a male female standard with your ass in the motherfucking army. Mm-hmm. Right? You think that you got to be separated, right? But you don't think that should be separated on a college level, on a sports level for for kids, for anybody on any type of sports level. See, and what I, I I get criticized for saying stuff like that is I get told, "Oh, well at one time blacks were separated from whites, you know, there was segregation." Yeah, there's a whole fucking different story to that, okay? So, let's talk about it. Let, let's let's dive into this one. Because this one gets on my fucking nerves. I there's a reason there's a separation in all sports between male and female sports. Okay, our bodies are built fucking differently. Okay, it just is. It's a fucking fact. So, to the women, the real women, I can define what a woman is. By the way, you know, <laughs> to the real women, and I'm not a biologist, but to the real women out there who are fucking um getting beat by this man who claims to be a woman you know more power to y'all you guys are the fucking real heroes having to put up with this fucking unfairness this bullshit you know that's scandalous man that's an la word by the way being scandalous that's an la word (laughs) anyways um that's some scandalous shit bro i mean i got two daughters and how fucked up would it be that, you know, they they work their asses off as athletes, you know, to be either, let's say, soccer players. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then this motherfucking dude named Brandon, who now wants to be called Brenda, comes on the team and is outshining everybody. And now my kids lose a spot because Brenda, formerly known as Brandon, it takes that slot. How fair is that? Scholarship takes that scholarship exactly bro exactly like, and, and the way everything is now too man like i said like and what i don't like the word you ally. are you are an ally right as they call them i don't like that word i'm not oh, an okay. ally i'm not a sympathizer i just there's certain an things that I, I don't even know if i'm an advocate like i've i thought i was apparently uh i'm a tool for white supremacy oh we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that <laughs> you yeah. know you know what's fucked up you're a supporter you know what I'm saying? You support. I support things that support, I do have my support. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? It's like to those that that have a, a fucking problem with my views on certain things. And they're just my views, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to fucking keep pounding on that. But, you know, there's a lot of things in the world that I disagree with. But I live with, you know what I mean? It doesn't mean that I'm going to fucking go beat somebody's ass or treat them differently because of it. You know, it's just my yeah. own point of views. And I don't fucking advocate going. I don't advocate for people going uh, to to do the same. Now, with that being said. Um, I would. Let me ask you a question, bro. Let's say, for an example, Brandon, who's now Brenda, mm-hmm. got into a physical altercation with my daughter. Uh, I would put hands on. I would put hands on the dude on because. <laughs> like you ain't gotta tell me twice. I'm fucking as soon as I see him trying to knuck up. 
that motherfucker is out, chief. Yeah. You, you can't hit go. a woman. That's not a fucking woman. Can y'all it's get that dude. through your fucking heads? It's a dude. <laughs> yeah. Remember that South Park? I'm going to come here. And I'm going to be everybody. Yeah. It's crazy because I do support, like I said, I support the LGBTQIA, whatever. I support them to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. As far as like right. live your life, live your life, man. Be happy. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm proud that you are who you are and this is your truth and how you living. Like I support that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? It's not going to affect me. Exactly. How you live your life is not going to affect me. But the Thank thing you. that is not fair, literally, is me being in a sport for women. You got to think about this, man. We didn't even like we as in the males, not me. Mm-hmm. It was hard for women to be young girls to be in, in football back when I was growing up. We had one. Her name was Stephanie Stradonovich or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. She wanted to play football, man. And it, and it took damn near an act of Congress to get that girl to, to play football. Okay. But it was just hard for her. And everybody understood. Everybody back then understood. Listen, you are a girl. You're going to get hurt playing with them. You can't keep up with these young boys, especially like seventh, eighth grade. They're full of fucking the nuts starting to drop. Oh, yeah. How about this, Hunt? Um. The moment that she gets fucking rammed as hard as fuck, they're going to say, oh, he did that on purpose. He did that on purpose. Oh, yeah, he did do it. That's his fucking job. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, he didn't take it easy on her. No, she's playing this sport. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I came down the middle, came down the middle of the line. (laughs) and got (laughs) dude, you know, it's just it's ridiculous to me. And that's the reason why there should be a separation in that. You know, um, you know, and again, you know, I get it. That's not the same as, you know, women in combat arms. But the thing about the combat arms things that they start dropping the fucking standards in order for them to be there. I know that there's beastly women out there that can still do it. I get it. I fucking I've heard the arguments. Y'all have heard my fucking point of view. And that's that. So with that being said, before I get fucking slapped over here, (laughs) what else do you want to what should we go on before I bring that shit up? Uh. I don't know, man. I just don't. I'll say this to close it out. Go ahead, man. If they're going to do that, right, why not have young boy sports, young lady sports, and transgender sports? Exactly. Like, why? Because guess what? I couldn't do this shit. I was 459 with the dudes. I'm still going to be 459 with the transgender dudes. Dude, how about this? Um, how about they do have a transgender league, right? And then a biological male says, I want to go in the transgender league and dominate that shit. How would they feel then all of a sudden? And here's the thing. Um, I don't care what you do with your life. And like Hunt was saying, whatever you do and it doesn't affect me, I don't care. The moment it starts affecting me or my circle of loved ones, now we have a problem. And we're not going to change society's ways because you feel some kind of way. But it's already like that. Society's already gone like that, man. And like, no matter how much I can say that I support things or whatever personally, right? Mm -hmm. It's still not good enough for some people. You know, and and, it's crazy. And it shows on your TikTok, bro. You know, it, it, it trips me out how much you, and this is what really irks me. 
that you actually go out of your way to fucking raise up people. You know what I'm saying? And you say, protect this and that protect so-and-so, you know, uh, X, uh, X. Oh, you can go ahead and say it, man. You can oh, go ahead and say, say it. I'm going, I'm getting there. I'm trying to build up. <laughs> you got to bring them into the world. You got to bring them into our world. But so here's the thing, like, you know, you're out there, you're uh, a supporter of, of black females. And, um, you know, we got to protect our Queens, which I got something about that. I mean, they weren't really queen. They're not really Queens. Just like y'all ain't queens. really kings, you know. Beautiful queens. If they were really queens, would they have been sold by their own people to the Portuguese? Nah, queens. they wouldn't have. But queens. anyways, with that said, um, they're queens, you know, and you are one that will never bad talk, you know, your own people. And I get that. But it pisses me off when you're going out on a limb trying to fucking support them. But the moment you shine a moment of fucking truth, but it's negative about them, they will shit all over you. Like, yeah, bring up the statistic that nationally, black women are the most higher learned um, demographic, right? They, they have the most uh, college education, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll praise that all day, like, yes, goddamn right, you got that goddamn degree. But the moment you say something along the lines of, like, um, we need to protect our men or our black men, then all of a sudden, they're like, wait, what? Oh, no, no, no. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go into the slap hurt around the motherfucking world, y'all. Yes. First <laughs> things first. I had no idea that the motherfucking Oscars were even on at all. So <laughs> I didn't care about them. Don't I haven't watched Oscars in fucking forever. You know, ever since Denzel won uh, best actor over fucking um, the white dude uh, from Australia. So uh, many of them. But I mean, I, I, I was like, this shit is rigged. But anyways, uh, for training day, are you serious? Yeah. Over what? fucking hold on. Training day over fucking Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's movie that had just come out. Dude. Don't say 300. Motherfucker, Russell Crowe wasn't in the 300. Don't say Gladiator. Was it Gladiator? Probably Gladiator. I'm not too sure. Either way, bro. First of all, it no, there were other movies that Denzel's been in that you it know deserved it. Yeah, yes, many of them. I think Denzel is one of the greatest actors out there. Notice I didn't say black actors. I think he's one of the greatest actors. I don't fucking divide into into that demographic bullshit. He's one of the greatest actors. Also, Will Smith, I think, is one of the greatest actors out there. But the shit that he pulled on fucking Sunday on Chris Rock. That's a no-go, Chief. That is a fucking no-go. Your monkey ass was laughing. Oh, fuck. Look, I always say monkey ass. I talk about my kids as that, too. All right? I always say your monkey ass. So that's going to come out racist already. I can even hunts over here laughing. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> you know what? It is what it is. Your motherfucking ass. Look, I say your monkey ass to everybody. All right? It just listen, happens. I, I, I know, man. Listen, I know. I the know. Listeners don't know. So, yeah, I know. And that's the thing, though. Like now, we have to shit everybody. I don't, so I don't edit. I don't fucking. No, edit. I know. I'm no, I'm not player. talking about you. I'm talking about like everybody is just so quick to just do this and do this and jump to these conclusions. But you're getting to that. 
perfect example. Perfect fucking example, right? Everybody's going to jump on me saying, oh, that's racist. No, my kids, I call them monkey asses. So anyways, with that said, uh, I, before I deviate, look, this motherfucker went up and bitch slapped fucking Chris Rock, bro. You know, he was laughing his motherfucking ass off earlier, but when Jada did the whole, oh, really? Then all of a sudden it's like, dude, it's that MK Ultra bullshit, or it's like fucking, you know, what's that shit called, man? Oh, what was that movie? There was a movie where they were like controlled, bro, by like a certain, all of a sudden this motherfucker just walked up there and just, mm, he didn't even punch him, bro. I would, I would, I'll take a punch over a bitch slap. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, and a lot of people are looking at the racist part of it. I don't look at it, the racial part. I look at a man hitting another fucking man with an open hand. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's scandalous as fuck. But, but here's the thing where Chris Rock fucked, not Chris Rock, where Will Smith fucked up at. The joke was funny a fucking second ago. But because your old lady, you know, didn't like it and you have all this pent up aggression because, you know, she's been fucking getting her rocks off by other motherfuckers. You go out and take it out on on Chris Rock. Let me ask you, Hunt. Had it been Joe Rogan up there that said that, do you think that Will Smith would go up there and fucking bitch slap him? I think that he would, but and this is the thing, though. I think he would. No, listen. But I think Joe Rogan would have acted a hell of a lot different than Chris Rock. Chris Rock is the man. Chris Rock showed restraint. Oh, yeah. And Chris Rock, if you look at it, he was like, uh, he thought about it. It's like, man, he had to shake it off. He's he like, nah, don't do it. Don't do it. And I hate that Chris Rock actually apologized for the shit. Dude, Chris Rock, when he said, it's a G.I. Jane joke. And he's like, yes. Kick my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. You know, Chris Rock had a comeback already. Like, he... He he was I want I want to know what was in his head when he was going to come back, bro. It's funny that you say that shit, man, because now, you know, what the new narrative is right. I don't know if you heard the new narrative. Oh, no. To why, to why everybody is so pissed at Chris. Right. Because First of all, was, they, nobody should be pissed off at Chris. At oh, all. you're going to love this. You're going to love this. Let me hear this, baby. Because it was a white woman that made the joke that wrote that joke. And here's the deal. Right. Once again, I was getting into some shit with people last night. They were like, he made that joke speaking about a black woman in her hair, and they know, he knows as a black man, black women's hair is our crown. And just like going off, and I'm like, dude, seriously, I was like, y'all are taking shit way too fucking serious. They were like, she has a disease. This motherfucker ain't got cancer? Hundreds of people have, hundreds of people have alopecia. Hundreds of people have alopecia. She chose to go. Matter of fact, there's a clip of her saying she don't care what anybody say about her bald head. But you mad about him saying that shit? So if you 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 could have slapped a wig on your shit. Thank you. And but guess what? When when there's certain black people hear this, not all, some they're gonna hear me say this shit. And guess what? I'm a tool of white supremacist. I am no. a tool of white supremacist because I said this shit. And this is so fucking stupid. Let me tell you something, man. Chris Rock was doing his motherfucking job as a his motherfucking job is a comedian. All right, he's there because he roasts motherfuckers. He talks shit to people. And guess what? When you sit in the front row, you're going to get it. You're going to, I specifically, when I go to comic, because comedy is one thing I'm into. I love comedy. Comedy is one thing I'm all about it, baby. Tom Segura, that's my dog right now. Anyways, um, that's his job. 
is to roast motherfuckers and make people uncomfortable. You know, the motherfucker that did the Golden Globes, uh, the that he called everybody named Mama out about Epstein and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Not one person went up there and tried to slap that mother, and he was going hard on them. Tom Hanks, he was going hard on Tom Hanks. He's going hard on everybody. everybody. And here's the deal, man. And I hate to cut you off, right? No, you got but it, baby. Like, like, it, it, like, you know, in our group chat, I talked to y'all, man. I was like, man, y'all know how fucked that that makes me feel? That my own people saying I'm a sellout just because I'm just because I said simply too. Why didn't everybody's like, yes, Will protected Jada. Will did the right thing. Listen, if somebody is going to talk about my wife mm-hmm. as a man, you know what I'm saying? I, even if I didn't laugh at it at first, as a man, somebody talking about your wife and been talking about her and been talking about her. Yeah, you're going to get angry. There's going to be a point to where you're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But what I simply said, and motherfuckers still try to tell me I was wrong. I was like, why didn't she protect him? Mm-hmm. Who are you to talk about black women issues? Who the fuck are you to talk about black man's issues? Who the fuck are you to say a black man is fucking weak? Your excuse is black man a week. How the fuck are you going to say black man a week? Right? All the fucking time. Black man of the weakest link. We don't do this. We don't do this. And then there's another fucking black man up there co-signing this shit. Y'all constantly bash us. But all because I said, well, why didn't she protect him? What are you talking about? She could have protected him. She's seen that he was willing to go up there mm-hmm. and act a fool. So I said, how hard would it have been for her to grab his hand, his arm? Baby, no, calm down. Mm-hmm. She could have whispered in his ear. Listen, I seen you was about to get up there and defend my honor. But guess what? Now I'm protecting you. I'm protecting your career, your future career. I'm protecting your fucking legacy. I'm protecting you from doing something stupid so that you won't be able to provide that protection for us, that security for us. Motherfuckers were like, he already got money. He don't need protection. He don't not worried about his legacy. So why would you want to, you talk all this shit. So why would you want to see a black man slap another fucking black man on TV, then possibly get arrested, then possibly have his goddamn Oscar taken away from him in the name of protecting black women. Mm-hmm. So like you, you don't care about the black man. Y'all say y'all do. I'm going to get off this subject. One last thing, man, it really pissed me off. Like, I can't remember the woman's name, mm-hmm. but even I brought up the point to these people. I was like, y'all remember the lady? Start describing her. They were like, yeah, I, remember, I know who you're talking about. I was like, how many times did she say that black women need to protect black men because of all the bullshit that's going on out here in this country? And they were like, yes, yeah, she said that. And I was like, OK, so how am I wrong for simply repeating what she said, that the black women need to protect the black man? They need to be his peace because of this shit. Y'all claim all this shit that we weak. We the weakest link. All this shit that we fell in, y'all. But why are y'all not like y'all know we have to deal with this shit. But you ain't even want to protect. You want me to act a fool to show that I'm protecting you and me put myself to either get killed, arrested, not be able to take care of you financially and the kids, not be able to provide for y'all. Then guess what? I'm a deadbeat. I'm going to go on child support. All this shit. Just just because you want to see me act a fool. When you could have been like, okay, I know how this motherfucker get down. I'm going to stop him before he get down. Right. A hundred percent, hundred fucking percent. You are right. You know, the best way that should have been handled, you know, exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like take it backstage. But again, he was laughing about the fucking joke too. That's what pisses me off. And now this, that's a precedent for motherfuckers to try to get crazy with comedians. You know what I'm saying? That's their job, bro. They talk shit, and that's how it rolls. That's always been. And it's not like Chris Rock is somebody that, you know, lays off people. And it wasn't even that bad of a fucking joke, bro. First of all, can we all say Jada looks fucking beautiful? Fuck Jada. Right. Oh, no. Like, fuck now, her. listen. 
you know, I don't I don't talk about black people, especially mm -hmm. black women, but Jada, man, it's crazy that like, even though I got met resistance with that, there's still a shitload of black women that I know. They're like, nah, man, Jada, fuck Jada. No, definitely. She, as a person, she can go fuck herself. But as a physical specimen, I wouldn't mind having an entanglement. But um, anyways, um, <laughs> you know, I, I was going to say something funny, man. Like, uh, damn it. I can't even remember the fuck. fuck. Oh, yeah. Nah. What, what's crazy? The same generation is soft as fuck in the 1990s. Do you remember Def Comedy Jam? Oh, yeah. Were they not talking about everybody mm -hmm. and their appearances? So this generation is getting brought up by y'all. These black women are saying black men are weak, but no, nah, man, black men are weak because they keep bowing down to this misandry bullshit that's going on right now. Breathe. So there's no fucking, there's no toxic masculinity. The toxic is coming from the toxic misandry shit that's coming down the pipes. Y'all want motherfuckers. This dude was like, I got in his live. He was like, yo, what are your pronouns? I said, what? My what? I was like, brother, I don't do that shit. Oh, uh, no, pronouns. now you're transphobic if you say that, bro. Pronouns like, no, I'm not going to pronouns. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all be cow tipping to every fucking thing. And this is coming from somebody that supports trans rights, LGBTQ rights. Mm -hmm. But I am you're not I'm, you're not going to subjugate me to be like, what are my pronouns? No, I'm a fucking man. It's not he him. It's Lee. You can call me Lee. That's my pronoun. Fucking Lee. Lee Hunt. <laughs> Lee. That's my go. fucking name. That's my fucking pronoun. No, this I'm shit kills me. It's it, we're, we're we're not we. Society is grooming itself. Yeah, is grooming bitch ass men. Condition. And if it wasn't yes, and if it wasn't for the fact that Russia showed his hand and how weak they are, I would really be concerned. Because you know, we are too fucking weak. We need certain levels of violence. Oh yeah, that's the fucked up thing though, Hunt. Like you know, it's it's. It's the emasculation and pussification of the fucking of our social construct. But if you say that it's fucking oh you're racist or you know you're transphobic, you're homophobic. No, I am being just realistic. Look, ladies, you want to fucking beta male? Go find yourself a beta male. All right, plenty of them out there. Mm -hmm. And I, I listen, there's plenty of them out there. Mm -hmm. And I don't even subscribe to the beta male, alpha male shit. But it's like no, there you need that violence, like. You got these tier one guys. They they know violence. That don't mean that they're just going to be violent all the fucking time. Exactly. But they can get violent and we need them to be violent. Mm -hmm. We need them to do the jobs that a lot of these motherfuckers don't want to do and won't do and are too scared to fucking do. We need those violent men to do violent things to help secure this shit. But y'all are trying to turn people into this. I got to say he, him, she, they, she, her type shit. And it's still going down to the military today. It still fucking is. My man. And I have no problem with it, with, you know, people being who they are, being in. But mm. you can't have this soft-ass fucking military. You can't. So, and there's going to be probably a lot of hate on that because they're going to say, so what are you saying, that, you know, that gays are, are soft? Well, we're not talking no. about just gays. We're talking about fucking effeminate men all right i'm gonna be clear about Talking it about a female mindset. fucking men female acting men all right men out there that act bitch made y'all motherfuckers we're talking to you okay you who will let your old lady fight your fights for you you know and there's many of them out there or 
but that's what I don't get. Like these broads, they want fucking men to cater to them. And then at the same time, you know, want them to be all soft and gentle, but then want to be like to stand up and be tough and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because they'll do the shit talking for you and get you in trouble. And now you got to step up and, and protect her. That you can't get both, man. I mean, and how you, you can how you do that? But it's hard. <laughs> how you gonna do that when I've been conditioned to be soft as shit because I got a fucking cow to and listen. That like uh, another argument. The, the women serving people per, personally. Like when I was married, man, I, I didn't give a fuck, man. My kids, I let my kids eat before me. That shit don't mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, eat here. I'll, I'll fix their place. I used to tell my ex-wife, nah, fix them kids' plates. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if them kids ate before me. I don't give a fuck if my ex-wife ate before me because I'm still gonna fucking eat. Like the shit, it was not a big deal, and they were still like bitching about that. Like, yeah, these some of these men want to be fed first before their kids, and oh my god, this is just the worst thing See- of ever. I wish Linda was here for this um, because Linda to this date, you know, it's just the way she was brought up as well. You know, it's just the way we were brought up. You know, the man of the house gets fed first and then the kids, she eats last. She's the one to make sure that everybody gets to eat because she's the homemaker. She's the, and you know, when I say that she's the homemaker, don't take it as like, this woman is a fucking, she works. She has a full-time motherfucking job. All right. She comes home and she cooks motherfucking dinner. You know what I mean? And um, she still handles things around the house. And when she's feeding us, like when she has the food ready, first plate always comes to me. Even though I've told her, no, babe, it's so good. No, she brings me my plate because it's the way she was brought up. Now, you know, like you, I don't care when I get my plate, as long as I get my plate, you know. (laughs) But I understand and I respect that. And I do. And I love that because that's the old school shit. All right. That's the old school shit that I love that people say, oh, it's the patriarchy or it's this. and that. Nah, it's just, dude, it's out of respect. You know, check this out. I'll put something to you, Hunt. I guarantee you there's motherfucking there's motherfuckers out there that they let their old ladies go out all the time. You know, like, hey, you know, yeah, go on, baby. Go ahead and have a good time. You know, or their wife comes in and be like, I'm leaving and I'm, I'll be back later on tonight. It's girls night. You know what my old lady does? And it's out of respect. She says, hey, babe, are you cool if I go out with this? You know, if it, are you cool with me going out and doing this? Yay or nay? Nine times out of ten, it'll be, a, yeah, man, go ahead and have a good time. But it's out of fucking respect. You know what I mean? Same thing goes the other way. Hey, babe, I'm going to go out and do some things. You know, is, are you cool with that? Yeah, no problem. Why? Because it's a communication thing. It's a 50-50 thing, right? Communication and respect. And it just so happens that these same people, that, like you said, are pussifying shit. They they see it as a European patriarchal standard, but like it's re fucking spect. Because guess what, man? You want me to protect? Anthony Mackie said it right when he was on the show. When one of the girls brought that up, he was like, "Well, you're gonna make me a sandwich when I want you to." And oh yeah. He was like, "Yeah, oh, you go, but you want me to punch this motherfucker in the face when he get out of line with you? But you don't even want to make me a sandwich." You don't yeah, even want sandwich. me. To, you don't want me to eat first, but you want me to punch this motherfucker in the face, mm-hmm. man. It's, it's and they were like, that's that toxic masculinity, toxic uh, European patriarchal shit. Like, I really even, wish, especially in the black culture, I really wish they can go back to back in them days over there in them areas. It's not all fucking uh, my queen type shit over there. You know what I'm saying? Well, I make the difference. I, I, this is what, from what I've seen, 
like I seen this shit, right? I seen the statue where it was the man and there was a woman mm-hmm. beside him. Like, you know, kind of like equal, but she had her hand wrapped around him. And they were telling the story. They're like, yo, she's always had his back. Mm-hmm. And then that that just made me say that story that I said before. If she has my back, what is wrong with me saying that like Jada should have stopped with? Nothing at all. And that's what I'm saying. It's because look, male and females in old countries have their positions and places in the world, in society. It's over here in this melting pot, this great experiment we call America, where we're fucking up the experiment. All right. Everybody has their place in society. It doesn't mean that you're lower or you're higher. It's just that's your place in society. It doesn't mean that you bow down to him or he bowed down to you. You guys are together one. Everybody has their their things to do. He's the hunter gatherer. He's going to go and get shit done. Your job is to fucking raise these kids and fucking uh, and develop them into being future fucking good people in society. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the roles that we would take. But you know what's fucked up the world? This whole let's be equal. Let's be yes, be equal, but don't expect the same equal outcome. Everybody's expecting to have the same equal outcome because they have the same equal opportunity. Just because you have the same equal opportunity doesn't mean you're going to have the same equal outcome. You know, but people are fucking that up. Anyways, I'm getting to my Jordan Peterson here and <laughs> y'all, ain't, y'all ain't ready for that shit. But with that said, Will Smith, I swear to fucking God, you a bitch. That's it. You, you a bitch because you took it out on Chris Rock, whom you knew was not going to fucking swing back at you. Let that have been somebody else. More than likely, you probably would have gone up there and tried to probably wolf some shit. But if it would have been a Joe Rogan up there, your ass would be sleep. Because I don't know if you know, Joe Rogan might be small, but that motherfucker don't fuck around, Chief. He 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 know how to do a few things. Let that would have been Sam Jackson up there saying something. I guarantee you, Will Smith would not have gone up there. I just it just is it's crazy, man. Because like I said, it's if if I say this man, like even if some some black people that that follow me and that I've been mm-hmm. pushing to follow you, man, I'm finna fucking you are a piece of shit. You're a traitor. You're a fucking Sambo. You're Uncle Tom. You're tap dancing for white people. You have a white. But you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. But I have that. But you're not even me saying that, that, that sticking up for black people. That's not good enough for you. Me constantly pointing out like, hey, I'm proud of black women with mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. That's going to be that's good for you. But the fact that I can say this and still point other shit out that needs to be tightened up on. I'm Uncle Tom. I'm you this, know, I'm that, and the third. I'll tell you what. I've learned things from you, you know, like about the fucking uh, Black Wall Street. I didn't know about that shit until I heard it from you. You know what I mean? Because I do my research. When you start saying shit, I start like, okay, I want to read <laughs> about this shit. You know, what? <laughs> yeah. not fact check. I just want to know about it because it's shit that I don't know about. You know what I mean? It's not taught to us, you know, but they're willing to fucking teach kindergartners to, to third grade. Hey, it's okay to fucking, you know, if you're Tommy and want to be Tammy, you're okay with that. Now, how about we focus our education where it needs to be at? you know, uh, on real shit. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about that critical race theory bullshit either. I'm talking about history because that's American history. It should be taught in American history. I shouldn't be learning this in Black History Month. It should be American History Month because Black history is American history. Anyways, and until we all, both Black and White, which I'm not, I'm neither of them. You know, I, I'm fucking, I'm a mestizo. Get that shit right. Mestizo means mixed. All right. Spaniard, motherfucking indian bam together equals me yeah i said indian all right indian that's not, oh god, yeah. god damn 
cancel me, motherfuckers. Cancel me. You know, hopefully by now, if you're still listening to me, you got over the whole fact that um, I I may have said something that people might find racially insensitive. <laughs> if, gonna you be so. if you haven't done, though, uh, do me a favor. Hit that like button and subscribe because I'm trying to reach out and, and grow this. Today, we took a different turn. You know, it didn't it wasn't even military much at all. There was some military in it. You know, and, you know, we try to tie it in, but not everything has to be military focused. You know, this is conversations that you would have on the gun line. Yeah, why it's called on the gun line. Yeah, we had these conversations. Like you said, even if we were if we were in the field or it's just chief's office. Oh, yeah. You know, saying we would have conversations like this because it's something that's going on in the world today. Exactly. But, dude, I'm still angry because my perception of Will Smith is now tainted. You know what I mean? It really is. Because I always loved this motherfucker way back when with DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Check this out. I'll go way back when to when he rapped that motherfucker Nightmare on My Street. If y'all don't know about that, are you really a Will Smith fan? You're not right? really a Will Smith fan. Uh, yeah. You know, you've got the body and I've got the brain. Anyway, y'all got to know about Will Smith. I mean, about DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Anyways, I mean, and I loved him at that time. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which I heard that controversies about the new fucking remake of that the reboot of it has like put a sour fucking taste in a lot of people's mouth oh we look we touched one what's up brother bro Appreciate yeah it. now yeah now i'm gonna go back right so yeah. these same motherfuckers that are keep talking about protect black women protect black women right and how will smith was white right for protecting his 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 wife mm-hmm. they ain't had shit to say when will smith got this black woman fired and got her black ball he got the original Aunt Viv blackballed in Hollywood, got her fired from that show and made a joke about that shit. Hmm. But where was y'all's voice about, about protecting black women then, huh? About Will, how would y'all treat Will? Why don't y'all say shit about Will with that shit? That woman got blackballed. She even told the whole fucking story about how she was blackballed because of Will. But I'm wrong for saying that black women are strong. I'm wrong for that. I'm wrong for saying that, that Jada should have stopped him. But y'all ain't had shit to say when that black man blackballed that woman, that black woman from working in the fucking Hollywood. You know, and it's the same women that were praising um, Jada for having her entanglement with August. S- same motherfucking women. So, you know, it, it's they want to the have a cake and they want to eat it, too. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Dude, it. It's fucking retarded. And it's society as it is now. I don't want to just put it on as a black cultural thing. It's an American cultural thing that this is fuck. This phenomenon is retarded. What are we doing to our fucking children, y'all? What are we teaching our kids? I mean, first of all, had that been a different race person that went and fucking smacked the shit out of um out of uh, Chris Rock, that person would be under arrest and it would be considered probably a hate crime. All right. And let's be fucking real about it. It probably would. They say, oh, he's racist. Why? Because he wasn't black. You know what I'm saying? But now the narrative could be turned into this is why, you know, you don't let black folks uh, do shit because it's black on black crime. Yep. Oh, this is they turned the Oscars to the fucking source award because, you know, it's a black guy. Yeah. You know, it's a black guy. That was the director this year. Didn't know he was that. the director of the Oscars. Didn't know that. I'll tell so you where they fucked up on this Oscars. Will took away from that man's shine. He took away from that man's glory. What if nobody ever wants to work with him? But once again, I'm saying protect black man. How about y'all protect that black man's fucking, what he has to do to feed his fucking family? You should have never told me this. Now I got a tinfoil theory. 
tin foil theory. <laughs> I guarantee you that this will probably be one of the Oscars that had the most motherfucking views. And I guarantee you it's because of what happened with Will and motherfucking Chris. And I guarantee you now, tinfoil theory, that the director said, hey, y'all, I want this to be one of the most fucking popular and rated uh, views uh, ever on the Oscars. So I need y'all to do this for me. If the views start coming in really low, Will, I need you to go and smack the shit out of Chris Rock. Chris, you're going to have to take him for the team, Chief. Take him for the team so we can get the ratings up, and that way we'll make history. Oh, next year is going to be fucking... I guarantee you next year those ratings are going to be up because you know the best male... Whoever wins best male actor Mm -hmm. the following year, he presents best female actress. Oh, I hope Jada does a movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be ass. You know, I, I just don't... I'm still in fucking awe that a joke that was funny as fu- it wasn't even that bad it was it was okay so so funny you know because a lot of motherfuckers probably don't even know gi jane and they don't realize that gi jane fucking demi Moore looked fine as fucking that movie with a bald Bro, head don't get me started on that you got me started on that conspiracy theory is that because like uh her head was bald she flopped at that mo- they say uh gi jane flopped as a movie and that she was cheating on her husband with a younger man just like Will did with fucking with August, they were saying that's how deep that joke went. Wow, these motherfuckers went hard. <laughs> Holy shit. Look, man, the only thing I'll say about the conspiracy theory, I still think it might have been fake. Like, I'm a, I'm a 50-50 on it because there's a point after he smacks the shit out of Chris where he turns around and he's like smirking and then he changes his composure again and walks back. You know, and then when he sits down, he has to sell that shit really good. So he breaks into the keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. You know, so I just think that's my conspiracy tinfoil theory, y'all. But yeah, dude, we never fucking um got to speak on a couple of things that I wanted to speak on. And by the way, for those of y'all again on the midweek man, let's say the midweek man was just on the gun line now. <laughs> Um, on this podcast, we like to say sophomoric shit, you know, some funny things, some humorous things. And, um, the humor's kind of got sucked out of it on this episode, but at the same time, I don't give a fuck because I'm going to ask it anyway. First of all, I got two questions that I want answers to, and I want y'all answers. Hunt has told me not to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Fuck it. Fuck it. Two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. So check it out. One, one, niner. Triple seven and Paladin. All right. They all have one thing in common now. They're all digital. All right. But I guarantee you that crew on that triple seven and that one one niner know what to do when the digital goes down. They know how to fire that bitch manual gunnery, baby manual fucking degraded fucking operations. Paladin, on the other hand, not so much. Not so much. And I th- I'm talking from experience because I was on a Paladin before I went light or toad all right so i was self-propelled before i went toad and um we might have touched on it and done a couple of fucking crew drills but um if that digital goes down on that fucking m109 alpha 6 or alpha 7 now how many crews 
know what to do. Are they really real artillery? Can nah. they can they start elevating that tube? That gunner better get hot. That's what the yes. fuck better happen. <laughs> I guarantee you that if we went to a motor pool right now in Fort Hood and I try to fucking elevate that tube, man, nah, I'll probably break my fucking arm because yeah. it's very calibrated. Yeah, they haven't probably equilibrated that motherfucker in forever. You know, but yeah, so it's like, hey, gunner, get hot. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, why? Why? They, first of all, they call me and need to be set up. Mm-hmm. First of all, that need to be set up. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, guess what? Boom, calling me this down. Where's your fucking aiming post? Mm-hmm. Damn, no aiming post. Where's your fucking DAP reference? No DAP. Hey, chief, go ahead and uh, get on over there somewhere and help serve child. <laughs> bro you lost them at the aiming poles let's say they did set up the aiming poles how are you gonna pick up displacement after the first i'll give you the first shot you might be able to make that first shot pick up displacement go ahead i'll wait they're gonna be like uh national football league no nah, guy you thought it was funny back then right yeah, not ahead, anymore man, man it was crazy i had one of my old soldiers hit me up he went to the board and they had asked him about like okay so what do you do if your column meter falls down he was like uh, 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 and I was like, man, you're supposed to go. I was like, first of all, you need to punch in what your fucking uh aiming pose is. He was like, yeah, uh, I didn't know that at the time. I was like, yeah, man, you're supposed to punch that shit in. That shit go down, man. Start punching that shit into your fucking uh, to your aiming pose, and then just turn that motherfucking sight to that bitch. Yep, and then 3200, baby. Dude, I got release. I got into my motherfucking. I got into an argument during my first promotion board um with my sergeant major, um. And this was bad. Um, I had just gotten back from Korea. I was hot shit because you know I thought it was the hot. Sh- I, I was the hotness. I was E five chiefing. You know what I'm saying? So this board should be fucking easy for me. About to be a breeze. Oh yeah, man. Because I know my artillery shit, right? Especially Paladin. I knew my shit. I go in there, man, and um, Sergeant Major's like, uh, and I, I'm making the fucking accent because that's how he spoke. Uh, okay, uh, Sergeant Lopez, uh, uh, what do you do uh, before you occupy? Uh, what will you do first? So, like, Sergeant Major, his name is Command Sergeant Major Dang, retired now. Uh, before that, he had a white name. Yeah, he was a little Vietnamese guy. Uh, light fighter. That motherfucker's light fighter. Anyways, um, I tell him, Sergeant Major, what I would do is first pull up the SCP, go ahead and do a nav update. Once my um, once I know that everything is updated, I will go ahead and occupy and um, occupy my my Papa Alpha, you know, on the asthma of the fire. Uh, no, that's incorrect. Uh, Sergeant Major, no, that that's that's exactly what we would do. Uh, I mean, I'm going through the whole process in my head when I was in Korea, you know. Pull up to the SCP. Yeah, for real, right? (laughs) Dude, I'm for real. Like, I'm like, I even took them step by step. Like, I'm gonna pull up to the SCP with my right motherfucker with my uh, on the driver's side, you know, Mm. and it's gonna be with the with the sprocket. And my driver is gonna jump out and he's gonna read me the east and the northing and um in elevation. And I'm gonna, you know, make sure I, I nav update on my fucking PDFCS. And once it's updated, I'm going to go up in there, get on the asthma of the fire, and occupy. You know what I'm saying? And that mother like, no, you are incorrect. I'm like, no, Sergeant Major, I'm correct. The other first sergeants were looking at me like, shut the fuck <laughs> up, Lopez. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> no, oh, because the question initially was like, uh, tell me, uh, what is uh, what are your goals here, uh, Sergeant Lopez? 
like to be top gun star major you know i'm cocky as a motherfucker yeah. like, and he's like oh so you know artillery yes i do sergeant major yeah, yeah. according to him no i didn't bro after that argument he dismissed me he's like no you are wrong uh no goodbye i saw what? you fall out of a battalion run you get out of here like god damn see bro i saluted him walked out right dude it gets better i go for the second time for the staff sergeant board right my boy Miller was there. He's a first aren't now. Uh, you know Miller. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. So Miller was in there. It was me, Miller, and Flores. All E5s walking into the board, bro. <sighs> Sorry, Major Dang, right there again. And uh, and as soon as I barely he, he's walking through all the fucking, you know, the, the line of like, oh, you already, you know, are promotable. You just uh have to, you know, sell the board or whatever the fuck he was saying. And he comes up to me. And then he looks at me, he's like, okay, okay. And then he goes to Miller, and then he goes to Flores. Then he comes back to me. And he's like, oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, <laughs> go to the promotion board, Sergeant Major. He's like, oh, uh, no, you are not. No, uh, go get your first sergeant. God damn it, man. My <laughs> first sergeant at the time was, uh, wasn't there, um, and I had another smoke come in and talk. And uh those fucking sorry major down like no he is secondary zone and he he uh he i saw him fall out of run so no he cannot leave my soldiers dude kick me out again god now, damn god mind you the first board i knocked out every fucking question out of the fucking park bro every single question the only reason that he he kicked me out was because i wouldn't agree with him during the fucking um the, the that first one yeah <laughs> And then on the second time, he just didn't want me in there at all. So the third time I went to the fucking six board. Oh, funny thing is I'm walking out of the motherfucking promotion board, right? Like out of the, now I didn't even get to the board itself. It was the, the inside the room that he, my first yeah. sergeant, acting first sergeant had a conversation with him. I'm walking out and Miller's like, what's up, Lo? What's going on? Like, it's all good, brother. I ain't tripping, man. Fuck it. They don't want me to fucking go in. And then I'm, I'm walking backwards. And I didn't notice that in the middle of the fucking hallway, there's this beam like, you know, <laughs> oh, bro, I wish it would have been just backwards. I turn around, smack right into that motherfucker, <laughs> dog. And of course, everybody's looking at me. So everybody's getting a kick out of what just happened here. So <laughs> play the third, dude, the third time, though, the ter- third time was a charm because Sergeant Major Dang fucking was out at the E7 boards. You know, he was going to go uh... sit on that. Yeah. So at that time, then they have like, you know, somebody sit in for him and it happened to be, I think it was like the op sergeant major or somebody that, that sat in for him. But all the other four sergeant majors, I mean, all the four, other four first sergeants, they knew me already. They knew I was on my shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I walked in there and um, I bang on the door like, you know, just as always, they taught us bang, bang, bang. And um, I open up the door. And I walk in, you know, Sergeant Lopez presents to the president of the board as requested or whatever the fuck it was. And, uh, yeah. So the acting sergeant major is like, all right, Sergeant Lopez, look, we all agree that the last two times you were fucked over, you know, um, they kind of did you wrong. And um, we're just going to ask you a few questions here and then call it a day. You good? Like, Roger that. <laughs> Roger, sorry, <baby. laughs> So um, 
first aren't Samuel happened to be there and me and first aren't Kippy Samuel. All right. Remember that fucking name. This mm-hmm. man, I knew him back in Korea. He was my first sergeant over there. So anyways, um, as we're sitting there, he's like, motherfucking Lopez. The fuck this motherfucker doing in here? That motherfucker owes my daughter child support. Bro, I'm biting the bottom lip like, oh, my fucking God. He's like, Lopez, when you going to pay my daughter her child support? God damn it. You left her ass pregnant. Bro, I'm just biting my lip. And he's like, you know, they're they're doing the whole executed left face, executed right face, say the NCO creed, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, they were like, well, hold up. We can't let this motherfucker go. That's for Sergeant Samuel. We can't let this motherfucker go without asking him one artillery question. And um, this is why this question always stays with me. He asked me, you know what, Lopez? What are the five requirements needed for accurate, predictable fires? Oh, my God. I'm not so- FDC. Bro, so he thought he was going to get me with that, right? Mm-hmm. Little did he know, my roommate, Sergeant Rookert, at the time, he was trying to certify as FDC chief because we had both gotten there at the same time. And I was living with him, with Sergeant Rook. So, and I knew Rook from Korea. So we in there, I'm taking him through his certification shit, right? So guess what I happened to know? I uh, knew five. the five requirements. Uh-huh. So I go through every single one of them, you know, you need good gun location, target location, ammunition, meteorological, and, and computations. And then first sergeant, uh, first sergeant Samuel looking at me like, and even the other first sergeants, they're all looking at me like, what the fuck? And um, they're like, how you know that shit? <laughs> Tedder, did you tell him that shit? Anyway, Tedder was my, my sponsor. He was an FTC guy. But lo and behold, first sergeant Samuel said like, you know what? Nah, you forgot one. And I'm like, negative first sergeant. Those are the five. He's like, nah, you forgot one. Like, yeah, he's like, good. I told him, good med, good this, good that. He's like, yeah, you forgot one. Goodbye, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> dude, I was like, I'm out. And dude, it, I, that was my my last experience at a fucking promotion board, bro. And um, sorry, Major Dang. I love you. <laughs> love you very much. Guess what? I still got it, motherfucker. I yes, I did. He was pissed off when I got pin D6, bro. Ooh, was he pissed? How, how did he get promotable? <laughs> Ooh, question. Back to uh the question being, are they real artillery or are they fake artillery like MLRS or ADA? Because they do is really just push buttons. They're artillery light. <laughs> I still keep them a step above like ADA and yeah. MLRS, but they're, they're because like, they yeah. hump rounds. Yeah, they're they're fucking light. They're light art. They're not light artillery as right. in fucking like light fighters, but they're like they're artillery plus. Yes, they're watered <laughs> down artillery. I don't even think watered down artillery because that would be the uh, what's it called, people? The That'll ADA. be MLRS. Oh yeah, yeah, ADA duck hunters. But um, and then another question I want to pose to my listeners out there, predominantly to my uh my um. Listeners of color, as you guys like to be called now. No, you know, no, uh, I don't know why people want to be called co- people of color. I- I'm a brown man. I'm a Latino man. I'm an American. I'm an American who happens to be of Latino descent. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. anyways, but uh, my question. So, OK, you know what? This is going to get fucking topical real quick. I know it's probably like ready to get the fuck off. No, no. I, was, I had to read something, man. Somebody had uh, sent me something. So here's my thing. All right, Hunt. 
and I get it. You know, it's a touchy subject, especially nowadays, especially with um the use of this word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will be completely fucking transparent. All right. I've used what is called the N word all my life, all my fucking life. Now, I didn't even realize it had racial connotations to it till I got older. Okay. And just a bit of backstory for y'all. I was born and raised in South Central Los Angeles. All right. This is during the era of fucking <laughs> colors, menace society, dangerous uh, minds. Yeah. Yeah. All that time frame. All right. So when I, w- I can't even say the word now because I'll, I'll get fucking blocked on fucking, you know, I'll get shadow banned on fucking YouTube and all them. But I grew up saying that to me, it was like saying, dude, like saying, bro, like saying shit like that. Like if you, me and my brother, Doug just had a conversation a couple of days ago and that was like a comma for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, please, you got your motherfucking mind. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's just how we talk. And within our group of people that we grew up around with, it was never like, don't say that shit or you can't say that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we grew up around the black folk. We were one of the few fucking Hispanic families in that neighborhood at that time. So even in school, I would talk like that with my friends. They were black. They were Mexicans. We would be dropping the N word left and right. But again, not in a racial way and not in a, a way that sounded like it was unnatural. Does that make sense? It wasn't yeah. like unnatural. It just what? came out like like the way I say fuck. That's how that word would come out. Like you weren't forcing it. Right. It was it was just part of my fucking vernacular. Is that the word? You know, so, you know, and even in the military, I would still use it amongst those that I felt were from the same background as me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? In our own like in our own rooms, like in our shoes, you know, we will be talking. I'll be like, "Mm, please. And he'd be like, man, you a dumb ass. You know what I'm saying? That's just how we talked. So. Now I, it's almost like I have to. How would I put this? I have to be careful. I I think that um because somebody might think I'm saying it a wrong way, but I've never had that issue. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm getting at. I've never had the issue, and um I don't want to have that issue. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But is it? it what I'm getting at is like, is do I get a pass for fucking for talking like that? Or is there like a, a certain demeanor that someone has to have in order for it to be like slide through? Like, okay, now that motherfucker, look, he's using it in the correct form. It doesn't sound forced. Does that yeah, make man, sense? It, yeah, it does, man. And like, you once again, you get them people that were like I was talking about earlier. They're just like, no, no one can say that but us. And then you get other people that's like, man, listen, um, I don't care if you say that. And then you got the ones that don't care if like the brown people say it, but just don't want the white people saying it. Mm-hmm. You got the ones that don't want nobody but black people saying it. And then it's it's I, I, it's just the whole thing, man. With Why are you letting them say this? And you ought to be ashamed of yourself, your ancestors and blah, blah. I'm like, dude. Got it, man. Like, like a lot of this bitch nigga complaining that's going on. What are y'all really doing to help? Like, I understand that some of y'all are doing some things, activist things in your community. But but come on, man. What is it going to do other than you talking about this, this and this, you talking about it? What is it really going to do? Right. How's it going to change? What is your talking about this, your activism about this? How is it going to fucking change? You said you've been doing this activism shit for how long and shit still hasn't changed. 
you must suck at your job. Maxine Waters. I'm sorry. I, I, I just came to my mind right now because Maxine Waters is the representative of um, my area in L.A. So um, nothing in South Central has changed since I left there in 2000. 22 years ago, I left. You know, the only thing's changed. I mean, I, it does seem like um, it's a little bit more um, less ghetto. Mm-hmm. But it's still a hardcore place to live at. You know what I mean? It's still a hard just because the motherfucking place don't look like the slums in Detroit don't mean a motherfucker ain't working class, you know, and it ain't hard out there. I don't know how it is anymore. But all I know is that when I was growing up, shit was still rough. And, you know, yeah. honestly, I didn't know. Um, Like we had our race riots, you know, per se, between the blacks and the Mexicans. But it was more like, honestly, it was just a fight. Motherfuckers just wanted to fight. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, I'm going to hate you for the rest of my life. Nah, Cinco de Mayo, there were fights between the blacks and the Mexicans. Martin Luther King's birthday, there were fights between blacks and the Mexicans. And then every day after that, it was like, hey, what's up, dog? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just wanted to fight, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> like on boondocks when somebody threw a chair. I'm mad. <laughs> Everybody started fighting. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> What the hell just happened here? (laughs) You know, but it's a trip because um, I think back about that fucking um, the ice tea incident um, with that white boy. You know, him, he was sounding more like somebody who wanted to fit in versus somebody that grew around in that neighborhood or environment. Because what incident? incident? The motherfucker that got hit with the ice tea in the face. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the rapper, but yeah, 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 yeah. The... Yeah. That dude, yeah. Because that dude was saying it in a way that it, it sounded forced. Like it didn't sound like it was part of him. It sounded yeah. more like he wanted to be that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus I would say somebody like shit. He sounded vanilla ice to uh, Eminem. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. And I that's why it led me to the question of what percentage of DNA does a motherfucker have to be in order to drop that word without having to get fucking beat up? Uh, at least a good 93. <laughs> at least a good 93%. <laughs> this motherfucker said 93. You yeah, know what? 93%. Yeah, because if you would have said anything lower, I would say, well, being that the black man is the original man, yes, we yeah. all got black in us, according to, you know, all these... uh black uh activists so i mean i believe it too man so then that means i'm part black already so i should be able to drop that word anytime i fucking won't i mean that's what i'm saying yeah now you're just gonna be making sense and then you're gonna (laughs) but anyways man yeah it's been a long day today and uh, i appreciate you being here with us um that's a nice fucking round you got there, man. Why don't you tell them where they can order one of these bad boys? Oh, well, if you see those beauties right there, if you see mine back there, it's uh somewhere back there. If you're looking at us on the YouTube, that's a 105. That's a replica of a 105 millimeter fucking HE round uh, made by Red Leg Custom Woodworks. Red Leg Custom Woodworks. Red Leg Custom Woodworks.com. Make sure you guys go pay him a visit. Um, You know, this guy is a former artilleryman. Well, I'm not going to say former because once a red leg, we always a red leg. Baby. He's a red legger. You know, and he's a screaming eagle. Yes, he was. And uh, also um, he was also an enlisted and was an officer. So motherfuckers a Mustang, baby. 
But with that said, you know, he's a former red leg who's doing red leg things for red leg motherfuckers. So, you know, y'all go ahead and make sure y'all go in and pay him a visit. You know, he does more than artillery rounds as well. If you need any kind of woodwork done and he's around your area it, out in Iowa, I believe he's at, um, you know, check him out. He does more than artillery rounds. I've seen him do, I think, some sable rounds for the tankers. So if you got to know any tankers out there, go ahead and check that out. I'm actually going to have to put in a request here soon for my brother who was in the Gulf War. Um, he was a tanker and I want to get him a sable around. So definitely check him out, man. Uh, RedleckCustomWoodworks.com. You can follow him on the TikToks at, um, and he's at Redleck Custom Woodworks on Instagram, Redleck Custom Woodworks and um, Facebook, Facebook, Redleck Custom Woodworks. Speaking of which, um, it's all and let me just throw this out there this is not like um like he's a sponsor or anything like that this is me just trying to promote or us i should say trying to promote a fellow fucking veteran in their business you know what i mean mm-hmm. and we're out here to help each other out so my last Except words if you guys are still listening to us right now and you made it this far um my mental health, I know I was talking about that for a hot minute. Maybe it'll be something I start talking about on Fridays for the shoot the shits. Um, and, and, you know, let me know if y'all want to hear about that. man. I think I did get some uh, feedback saying to continue it. Um, I just don't want to become one of those podcasts where it's just sap, not sappy, because, but there's a thousand fucking podcasts out there that are military ran that that deal with that. You know what I mean? And it's, I know it's not a competition or anything. But at the same time, I don't want to add to the confusion or add to it. That's just me. That's mm-hmm. why I like this. This is my therapy right here. This is my group therapy. Oh, yeah. Yours and mine, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, this is where we come and shoot the shit. And if you're out there screaming at your fucking car radio because of the shit we're saying, it's your therapy as well. And, yeah, it is. Just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. And what I do recommend is reach out. On the gunline dot uh, what is it on the gunline at gmail.com. Hit us up, man. Um, and we'll be glad to have you on here as a guest to shoot the shit with us on the gunline. You know, we don't have to do a fucking one-on-one interview. If you want to do a one-on-one and let us know about you, we could do that too. You know what I'm saying? But if you just want to come on and shoot the shit like you would out on the gun line, hit us up, baby. Just think about of yourself walking through the gun line and just showing up to somebody's gun right behind their trails or fucking um, you know, under their net, and you just want to join into the motherfucking combo. So y'all make sure y'all go ahead and do that, man. With that being said, also if you are in Texas and you like motherfucking uh barbecue, go check out Jimmy Nicks. All right, Southeast Texas, Jimmy Nicks. I believe it's Inviter. Uh, uh, Inviter. Uh, All right, so yeah, go ahead and check them out. Veteran owned, you know, veteran ran. It's good barbecue. He's from Texas, so you know it's already automatically good. Anything in best. Texas is, is the best. best. And I'm for Cal- I'm a Californian, y'all. So even Whataburger. Whataburger ain't got no fucking competition, bro. Yeah, the in and out is bullshit. Okay, let, let, let's take that back. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. good, but it's not Texas it's, good. It's, it's not, not Texas. It's not Whataburger. It's not. Matter of fact, that should be a poll that you asked. Like, who is who? What is the preference? In and out of water. Okay, let's do that. If you guys made it this far out, all right. Go to if you're on the YouTube's. I want you to put either In and Out or Whataburger. 
And if you're fucking on on the socials, hit me up on the socials. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. Um, IG. No, you said IG. Facebook. I'm on Facebook. You know, look up on the gun line or on the gun line podcast. One of the two It's going to be on it. I suck at this, y'all. I suck at this. But if you go to on the gunline.com, it has links to all of them there. All right. And it even has a link to the merch. So go check out the merch there, too. I'm not one that slings it out that much. You know, I can't slang merch like a motherfucker. I can't. But I mean, I'll probably throw it out this weekend. I'm rambling now. It's late. I'm tired. I'm hungry. <laughs> and I need a motherfucking Newport. You know what? I forgot Hunt, all this time. You we're forgot talking. What's up? My motherfucking coffee. I was brewing coffee, bro. Yeah, that shit going now, chief. That shit probably burnt the fuck up. You know what's funny, though? I think about the first time you came out to the Gunline podcast, man. I think we did it like three times because we couldn't record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I was like, man, fuck. <laughs> ah, damn, man. You know, you've been a day one fucking supporter. And, you know, you 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 are part of this fucking um, this this podcast. You are part of it because what I enjoy and I hope people get out of this, too, is that we might not see eye to eye on all the things. You know, he has different views politically socially but guess what we do at the end of the day we still just chop it up and talk it up you yeah know? hey we, we we be in that fucking obviously we can't say what we'd be talking about in the in the group chat but we still yeah. be in the group chat <laughs> <laughs> oh the group chat that would have to be what? a patreon that would have to be a paywall because i'm not gonna let motherfuckers yeah. you know lose their jobs and shit or that. <laughs> yeah because we be going hard yeah that, that group chat is something else <laughs> yes it is my neighbors all right with that being said y'all let us know um there's two questions out there for y'all. All right. In and out versus Whataburger. And what percentage of blackness do you have to have? 93. <laughs> or 37. Y'all let us know. All right. <laughs> with that said, I hope y'all enjoyed this shit. Uh, thank you for being with us. Rounds complete. End of mission. Gun line out. Bye, motherfuckers. Mm, this bitch ain't stopping. Oh, there it is. <laughs>